Hello and welcome to another episode from my laser-focused positivity podcast series. My name is Stuart Harding and I am here five days per week from Monday to Friday to try and hopefully make you feel a little bit more positive than you perhaps were before you started listening to this podcast. I didn't record a podcast on Friday, it's now Monday as I speak because of something which happened which kind of affected my psychology and that kind of inspired today's show. But before we get into today's show, let me just remind you or let you know if you're new to my channel that if you would like to email me your queries or conundrums, then you can do so via stewysongs at gmail.com. That is S-T-E-W-Y-S-O-N-G-S at gmail.com. And I will endeavor to tackle your issue or issues on a forthcoming show and give you my objective perspective. And if you would like to check out my music or support my music career, what with me being a musician amongst many things by trade, then you can do so via L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E forward slash Stewie Songs and both my email address and this web address should be listed in the description of this podcast. And depending on which platform you're listening to it via, they should both be clickable as well. So today's show, I have just jotted down a title, but no more, as I often do these days. And today's show is entitled, Your Response is Your Responsibility. Nice and short. And this was inspired by the fact that on Friday, I was involved in a very swift kind of, not really an altercation, but a, a little bit of online conflict it was very short. It was very sweet. I walked away, as I often do, but it kind of affected my psychology. I know this is a laser-focused positivity podcast, and I'm sure that many of you, perhaps people that are listening to this that maybe find it very difficult to ever get in a positive state of mind, might listen to my podcasts and think, oh, you're always so positive. Well, I think anyone who tells you that they're positive all of the time is lying quite frankly. I certainly feel positive most of the time. In fact, almost all of the time, but you know, we're all human. We're not robots and sometimes things affect you. But basically on Friday, something happened between myself and a couple of people. I kind of just stopped talking to them because uh, I was not very happy about the response I got. I'm not going to name these people because I think they're actually good people. I just think that they're not very emotionally intelligent. I've found, I don't know if you found this yourself, but I've certainly found, particularly with academics, it tends to be that lots of academics have got you know, lots of bags of intelligence. They can absorb and regurgitate information all day long, but they don't have much emotional intelligence and they don't think what they're saying a lot of the time and how it might be perceived by the party at the other end. I'm sure you've all experienced or you know someone who's experienced, for example, a doctor, they've got a degree in medicine. And then when it comes to things, for example, theoretically speaking, like when a doctor or a surgeon has to tell someone that they're, you know, a family member has not long to live, you know, the family member will say, how is my family member? What's, what are their chances kind of thing? And the doctor will say, well, they've probably only got about 24 hours to live. So you might want to get the family then. Sometimes, sometimes that is how some medical professionals deliver the news. And it's very cold and clinical. And they've obviously skipped the page in the medicine handbook, which talks about PR skills and tact. In fact, most likely because there is no page on tact and PR skills. But anyway, the point I'm making that is that some people can be, be very intelligent, but they can lack emotional intelligence. And that's what I think happened to me on Friday. And I think the reason it affected me is because it came from a place, I'm not going to mention where, but it came from a place where I would probably least expect it to come from. 
and I let it affect me. I then didn't complete the next three of my five daily goals. So I completed the first one. I skipped the first three. I never skipped my daily goals. I always achieved them normally. But on this particular occasion, because I'd let myself be affected by what happened, I didn't complete these three daily goals. And it wasn't until the end of the day that I actually just tackled and completed my last daily goal because it affected me and I shouldn't have let it affect me. So just as was the case when I used to make trading videos for people to try and help people learn to trade the financial markets, I also do these podcasts, not just to help you guys and girls, but also kind of to hold myself accountable. So I used to make trading videos, tutorial videos to teach people what I'd learned about trading the markets, but I also did it to hold myself accountable. So if I was looking to trade a particular instrument, I won't bore you with the detail about trading because I'm sure that most of you are not interested in that. But by having to explain what I was looking for and how I was looking to trade and why I was looking to trade it, I was kind of holding myself accountable because if I couldn't explain it, then I probably shouldn't be looking to trade that particular instrument, if that makes sense. So similarly, by doing these podcasts, what I'm intending to do is to hold myself accountable. So I'm trying to make sure that I'm laser focused. So sometimes when I'm talking to you guys and girls, I'm actually talking to myself as well. Of course, most of the time, in fact, the vast majority of the time, I do heed my own advice, but sometimes we're all human beings and we all fall a little bit short. But I don't beat myself up on the fact that I fell short of my own standards. You know, you just pick yourself up, you learn from them and you carry on and you make sure that you don't do it again. But what I wanted to talk about is that my response to the situation that I found myself in in Friday was not the responsibility of the people concerned. So for example, I know it might seem harsh, but if somebody dies, of course you need to go through the grieving process if it's a loved one. But your response to that situation is not anybody else's responsibility. The The death in the family didn't cause you to feel depressed or didn't cause you to feel a certain way. You caused yourself to feel that certain way by you know, not going through the right thought processes. And the reason I mentioned this, and this has just flowed on to something else, which I wanted to say, which I'd a moment ago forgotten about, was because, for example, last year, I lost my gran last year. I lost the last of my grandparents last year. Uh, she passed away, my gran, in May. And four months later, I found myself homeless for five weeks, believe it or not. And yes, that is true. Technically, I was homeless for five weeks. This was a lot to deal with, okay? My life typically has been quite easy, I I think, but this was a particularly tough year, last year. But one of the things that helped me is the fact that I'd worked on my mindset prior to this, prior to what happened last year. If I hadn't, then I'm pretty sure last year I would have found incredibly tough, but I didn't find it incredibly tough. As much as I loved and still loved my gran, and as much as it was difficult, being someone who was at the time nearly 40 years old and living on a mattress on someone's lounge floor, as difficult as I found that, I kept thinking of all the things that I was grateful for. So keeping busy certainly helped me. That did help. And, you know, it was tough. Don't get me wrong. It was tough. But I was constantly thinking about all the things that I was grateful for. I was grateful for the fact that although I was technically homeless, I wasn't actually living on the streets. I was grateful for the fact that I had my computer, I had my trading, I still had my family and all this kind of stuff. I still had my health. Uh, I still had my mental health. I wasn't suffering from like clinical chemical depression or anxiety or anything like that. And I think the reason for this is because I started 
working on my psychology when my life was good and it's good again now it's you know i've managed to reverse everything everything's fine and dandy as they say and i kind of fixed the roof while the sun was shining if you've ever heard that analogy so i worked on my mindset when the sun was shining when everything was good and that prepared me for when life wasn't so good so if you're a bit younger and you're listening to this you might be thinking that you're you know you're not mentally that tough i urge you to get mentally tough i urge you to constantly think and write down if you have to everything that you're grateful for and to build up this kind of bulletproof mindset because as you get older it's inevitable that as you start to get older and as you get old people that you love will die people that you love will get seriously ill and people that you love will die i'm not saying this to be morbid i'm saying this because when that happens and it almost inevitably will at some point if you live long enough you're going to need to be mentally equipped to deal with it and the best way to do that is to build up that thick skin and that tough mentality while your life is good if you start trying to do it when bad stuff or if bad stuff starts to happen it's going to be a lot harder isn't it because you know there's a lot more pressure on you there's a lot more sadness and everything else flying about it's much much easier to succeed at something be it building your mindset up or anything else when everything is fine and good so you're kind of fixing the roof while the sun is shining as it were as i just alluded to a moment ago the clue is in the title of this show your response is your responsibility the word response is in the word responsibility that's why it's called responsibility how you choose to respond to situations and events and what people say just as my response last friday to what happened and how I felt afterwards. Those people didn't make me feel that way. I made myself feel that way. Okay, so that's very, very important. And the reason it's important to say that and to know that and to think that is because the minute you acknowledge that every emotional response or reaction you have towards anything is your choice, then you're in control. The moment you think, well, that person upset me or this person died and that's why I'm sad, no, you've chosen that. That's the path you've chosen. The minute you say that, you've basically just said, well, it's not in my control. These things are out of my control. How can you expect to be in control of a situation when you've just admitted that it's out, you're out of your hands? That That's incongruous. So you have to always say, think, and act in a way which says, no, these people didn't make me feel like that. I made myself feel like that. And always, always, always keep that front of mind because I can guarantee you that that is going to serve you incredibly well moving forward, just as it has me. And I think that here is where I would like to end today's show. I hope you've taken some value from this, folks. I hope you like this unscripted approach. I think I prefer it myself as well, if indeed you do prefer it this way. Initially, I don't really like having to try and make stuff up on the spot because, as I've said before, I actually have no clue what I'm going to say before I press the record button. But when I start recording, as I touched on a few podcasts ago, things start to flow and hopefully they've flowed well enough for you today for you to be able to take a great deal of value from this one. But that is it from me for now, folks. If you would like to follow me, feel free. I will be doing these podcasts and I will not say I will try to do these podcasts. Language is important. I will do these podcasts five days a week from here on in, and I will not let other people affect my psychology because that's in my control. So if you would like to follow me and be notified when these new podcasts go live, then please do so. Please rate this podcast or this channel of mine 
up if you wish to do so. I believe that both help my shows and my channel to rank in search results. And as I said, if you would like to email me your queries or conundrums, then you can do so via stewysongs at gmail.com. If you would like to check out my music or support my music career or indeed support these podcasts, then you can do so via linktr.ee forward slash stewysongs. And both my email address and this web address should be listed in the description of this podcast. And if you click on that link, there are PayPal and Cash App tip jar links. There is a link to where you can sponsor me on a monthly basis. And it's entirely up to you how much you wish to sponsor me if you decide to do so. There is a link to where you can buy my merchandise, which I created all by myself. There is a range of items which all say shyness is the thief of dreams on them. And there's a picture of me underneath playing my guitar. There are also links to where you can stream my music for free and links to where you can follow me on social media and be notified when I post new stuff and new material. But that is it from me for now, folks. I will be back tomorrow with another podcast, which will be Tuesday. But for now, have a great day. Stay positive and I will speak to you again soon. Thank you very much indeed for listening.